You're listening to the Texas Standard. One of the challenges in this economic climate has been finding enough workers, but for many of those workers themselves, the cost of working is steeply driven up by the cost of daycare. Now, more cause for concern. A new investigation by the Austin American Statesman, a year in the making, is sounding multiple alarm bells about the safety of daycare in Texas. Joining us now in the studio, Tony Plohetsky and Sean Collins-Walsh, two members of the Statesman team investigating an alarming series of incidents at Texas daycare centers and what the state is and is not doing to respond to allegations of abuse, poor conditions, and child deaths. The Statesman series is titled Unwatched. Tony and Sean, welcome to the Texas Standard Studios. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, that's uh, the voice of Tony Plohetsky. And uh, Tony, I, I want to turn first to you. Uh, we shouldn't bury the lead, as they say in the news business. What What are the numbers that you found here? Well, the numbers were, in fact, striking to us on our team as we really started analyzing tens of thousands of records that we obtained from the state. One of the key findings is that daycares across Texas over the past decade have been cited 3,200 times for abuse and neglect. We looked at cases in which children are getting injured, some have died in daycares, but one of the most striking things we found that has never really been analyzed by anyone, no organization or the state itself, Mm -hmm. is the number of children who are sexually abused at daycares. And we found a number from state records showing that 450 cases uh, the state has investigated of child sexual abuse over the past decade in the state of Texas. Sean, I want to ask you about this because I thought that the state had a kind of task force or some unit uh, that specifically worked on issues of, of for instance, uh, sexual abuse or, or uh, uh, certainly investigating deaths and that sort of thing. What, what's the score? Well, the state used to have a special investigative unit within the uh, health agency that looked for illegal daycares. And illegal daycares are where a lot of these incidents happen, abuse and neglect and death. And uh, illegal daycares are ones that are run by people who either don't know that they're supposed to register their business with the state and follow regulations, or they don't bother to. I think an important aspect of this is that when it comes to the existence of these illegal daycare centers, quite often you find situations where parents just can't afford to pay for daycare centers that are fully licensed, right? I mean, that's another fund. And that is one of the main things that we talk about as well as how the economic factors that so many parents across the state of Texas, but frankly also here in the Austin area, face, and that is the affordability of daycare. And the unfortunate reality about that is that it can drive children into these illegal, unlicensed daycares that are not regulated very much by the state, if at all. And and so those are situations that really can give rise then to children getting injured or killed in those facilities. I don't understand. If this is going on, why is it that that unit that you were describing there, Sean, why, why is it that, that that is no longer happening, that those investigations are not continuing? In September 2017, the Health and Human Services Commission shut down the unit, which had been approved by the legislature just four years before at the request of the health agency. Uh, So it was a shock to some lawmakers that we told that it had been shut down. And what the agency says is that uh, either A, the illegal daycares have become so savvy that they were hard to find after they started looking for them, 
which uh, seems hard to believe for us because I spent some time on Craigslist, found a number of illegal daycares, or at least daycares that don't appear in the state's database of legal daycares. I called a few. Uh, we got five on the phone or over email to say either, yeah, I never heard of that. I didn't know I was supposed to sign up or I haven't gotten around to it or something to that effect. Why would an agency say that we no longer need to be investigating illegal daycare? I mean, have have you received any sort of plausible explanation for that? We've gotten a couple explanations. One was the one I just mentioned about, you know, it, it was a waste it's of time hard. because it's hard to find them. Mm-hmm. Another one is that uh, there are more and more federal requirements for the Child Care Subsidies Block Grant coming down, that that required more time, more personnel for compliance for those rules. Mm-hmm and that they had to shift resources to that task. It's my understanding that your investigative unit here, Tony, spent something like uh, basically looking, spent a year looking at 10 years' worth of records and some 40,000 documents, and still the state's holding back on some information, right? We are, in fact, engaged in a legal battle with the state right now. We are trying to obtain death records that the state has has not given us that we believe should be made public. The statesman and its corporate owner, Gatehouse Media, has sued the state. We are in the process of that litigation right now and, frankly, hope that we prevail. You know, it, it, Sean, I'm, I'm just now thinking, it seems like I saw uh, uh, an article that said that the attorney general had weighed in on this very issue of whether or not these were confidential documents. This is one of those funny instances of state government where the attorney general is on our side and on their side in a way. The attorney general, by state law, um, sort of adjudicates or the first round of adjudicating uh, records disputes. And we, you know, uh, apparently had some compelling arguments because the records division of the AG's office sided with us uh, over a couple of the key legal questions and also found that the Department of Family and Protective Services violated the Public Information Act by failing to respond to us within certain deadlines. On the other hand, the AG's office is also defending the agency in court, another division of the AG's office, because uh, we have sued them to get even more records than they, uh, you know, they have been ordered to release per the other order. But by the way, it is rare, it is highly unusual, not customary at all for the Attorney General's office, I think, just over years of covering Mm -hmm. government here Mm -hmm. in the state, for the AG's office to agree with us at at different times that records should be released that we are asking for. You mentioned, Tony, that uh, there have been some deaths, even some deaths. How many deaths have you been able to ascertain have taken place over the past 10 years in daycare centers in Texas? We found nearly 90 dead from abuse and neglect. One of the cases that we highlight is really compelling. Uh, It is a case out of Houston. It involves a woman named Shauna Diaz, who really has become uh, one of the faces for our work. Her baby boy was at a daycare. Um, She was called to the hospital uh, one morning because he was in, in medical distress. She was told by the daycare one thing happened, but she just could not believe the circumstances uh, about how he died. And so she launched her own investigation. She filed a lawsuit, obviously hired a civil lawyer. And it was not until that attorney was deposing daycare workers as part of that case that the truth really began to emerge about what had happened to her to her baby and how he was left uh, to sleep in an improper way and in a dangerous way. 
And it was not until those facts came to light that law enforcement reopened their investigation. Uh, I know that this is already online. We'll have a link to it at TexasStandard.org. Has there been any reaction from officials? Well, I think one of the reasons we frankly did this work was to create change among daycares and and daycare regulation. And we have heard from the Texas governor, uh, Greg Abbott, who has said very publicly at this point that this is something that he is looking at and taking seriously. But I know we've also been uh, in touch with Senator Kirk Watson, who is also vowing to uh, get behind some potential legislation to correct some of the problems that we found as part of this year-long investigative pursuit. This story is unfolding at statesman.com. Tony Plohetsky and Sean Collins-Walsh have been speaking with us. They're two members of the Statesman team that's been investigating a series of incidents at Texas daycare centers statewide. Gentlemen, thanks so much for stopping by our studios to talk with us. Thanks Thanks so much. Thanks for having us.